everybody, and welcome to the third edition of the Pick and Roll NBA podcast. This is Perry Rockwood again as your host, and we have our co-host, as always, Eric Holmes here today. Eric, how you doing? Hey, I'm excited, man. Lakers are 2-1. and one. They're on a two-game winning streak. Couldn't be happier. Oh, my goodness. Uh, first, before we get into things, we just want to let – everybody know who listens that we just got accepted onto the Apple podcast. So we're super excited about that. Makes it super easy for you guys to listen and subscribe to our podcast. So if you can subscribe and leave a good review, that would be great. Yeah. Um, and we're also on Spotify. I know there's the two different, two different uh, clicks, you know, Apple music, Spotify, the whole debate. We wanted to satisfy both worlds. So Hop on either one. Awesome. So we also wanted to let everybody know that later on in the show today, we will have a special guest with us, uh, one of our longtime friends and one of the only uh, True Warriors fans left. We'll have James Packer joining us later, so we're excited that. But first, we'll get started with uh, something first. Eric, can you get us started on that? Yeah, so we've almost had a week of basketball now, and we wanted to show our list of uh, our top five takeaways from the from the first week and kind of see where we're both at, see what we took away from what's been going down, see what trends we think will continue, see if they're fake or if they're real. All right, so let's hear your first one. All right, this is my fifth takeaway, like kind of the lowest bottom of the priority. The Kings are not looking very good, and Luke Walton may be a team killer, a young talent killer. Perry, are you buying this, or you, you think it'll stay true, or do you think it'll go away once Marvin Bagley comes back? I'm 100% buying this. I think the Kings had a great season last year, um, and actually their coach, I thought, did a really good job with what he was given. And I've watched two of the Kings games this year, and – you know, Luke Walton is infamous for making bad subs and having weird rotations, and he's just bringing that to Sacramento, and I think they're not going to do good this year. It's unfortunate. He's just like – he doesn't make in-game adjust adjustments. You know, watching him the last couple of years in L.A., it was very frustrating. It seems like he's doing the same thing over here. I was a little optimistic. I thought this was going to be – um, great talent for him for the style he likes to coach, but it just does not seem like a good fit. The players don't look like they're playing hard or bought into the system at all. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think that, yeah, it's a small sample size. It's the first week of the season and Marvin Bagley's out, but I think it's uh, going to be trending for the rest of the season for Luke Walton and the Kings. All right, what's your fifth uh, takeaway, Perry? Okay, I'm going to start with something kind of kind of big. Kawhi Leonard, he won't be the MVP this year, but he's the best player in the league. You know, I'm I'm pretty bitter. I'm pretty it's good it's hard to say and I I don't think I'll say it today. But I can't I can't say that he's the best player in the league just cuz I'm so biased and he didn't choose my team in the off season, but he's looking really good. He's looking like he control the game however he wants, and he he's just he controls everything, manipulates everything to to his will. So if you're biased, who's better than him right now? 
AD, LeBron, and Giannis. <laughs> Come on, Eric. Come on, man. I could see hey, let, him shake, let him shake off the rust. Let him shake off the rust, but AD and LeBron and Giannis. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to my guns. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, like I said, I don't think Kawhi will win MVP this year. I think Giannis is going to get a back-to-back MVP. Um, but I do think that Kawhi is going to be the best player on the best team in the NBA. So, what do you got next for us, Eric? All right. My fourth one, I'm bringing it to Lakerland. Um, AD is a scary, scary man. <laughs> With the unibrow or what? The brow is the brow is not only a good Halloween costume, but it is just a good basketball player. This guy is the man. He's the real deal, and he is an anchor defensively. You know, we've seen both second halves when he's played the small ball fives, the center. It's been unreal. They've got him. They've been plus sixteen, plus seventeen in the box score and so it just when he plays the five when he when he gets locked in with the right lineup ain't nobody stopping him yeah the one thing I do have to say about that is before the season we knew that <laughs> Anthony Davis was saying that he didn't want to play the five he wanted to make sure that he was playing the four and I think he's going to have to change that if the Lakers want to make a, a playoff a deep playoff run he does look a lot better at the small ball five because these centers just can't hang with them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously we all know that Anthony Davis is unreal. He's a special talent. Um, and I'm just still looking forward to what unfolds with the Lakers with him and LeBron. I think they can still use him a little better than they are. All right. So staying with, staying with the Lakers, KCP is trash. Get him out of man, L.A. Man, come on. What? K- KC- KCP had a one bad game. They placed him on Kawhi. It's his own fault. I mean, it's it's not his fault. There's no way he was going to guard Kawhi in the first place. This was just a bad matchup for him. He's been playing decent defense. He's been He's been shooting decent shots. You know, I think that this is all an overreaction. Just let the man play, pick him up instead of tearing him down. Overreaction. So do you, so I'm not do you think abide. he's worth the contract that they gave him? Oh, hell no, he's not worth the contract. But I'm not – he's overrated as far as his contract goes, but he's not trash. I think he's a decent – and you can work him into, into the lineup. What was he, 0 for 16 to start out this season? He was 0 for 11. Get your numbers right, homie. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you don't. So you don't. You think KCP will still have a solid contribution for the Lakers this season? I think he can be the eighth or ninth man. Okay, I think I think they should put him on the South Bay Lakers and just, or he should go <laughs> play in China somewhere because he's not an NBA player. He's trash. Shoot. Yeah. Shoot. All right, this is my third takeaway. Trey Young and Luka Doncic officially took the next step. They've kind of uh, exploded into this new role for their own teams, and they're looking good. They're looking real good. Yeah, that was one of mine, too. Uh, Trey Young, through the first three games, the Hawks are 2-1, and one, 
and he's averaging 38 points a game, seven boards, and nine assists. So he's just going absolutely ham, and he's super fun to watch. I think that this isn't just – and same with Luca. I think both of them are going to be faces of the NBA for years to come. I think they're both special talents for sure. I mean, we'll get James's opinion on this coming up, but I've been hearing people throwing uh, Steph comparisons towards Trey. I don't know if I buy Steph. Steph's a little bit past his league, past his his realm, but he's looking real good. I don't know. Michael Jordan said that Steph Curry isn't a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Michael Jordan has some trash takes sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's true. But it's uh, I know. All right, so my last one, I'll just do one more. Uh, speaking of the Warriors, the Warriors dynasty is over. Eric, what do you think? Oh, it's it's 1,000% over. They have they lost all of their perimeter defense. They cannot guard the ball. They can't shoot the ball, quite frankly. And they were getting blown up by 40 to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Woo, woof. Yeah, I mean – we we all witnessed greatness for the last five years. We'll never see a team like that again with the shooting that we saw. You know, two of the best shooters to ever play the game playing together. It was just special what we saw. Um, and it's just sad that it just went from that to complete just bad basketball. Just watching them the last couple games, you can tell that Draymond and Steph just don't know what to do with a team that – is like that. I really like D'Angelo Russell, and I hope that they can figure things out. They have a lot of young, intriguing players. Um, so we'll see. But as far as dynasties go, I think it's definitely over in Golden State. That's also one of mine. My last takeaway would have to be that the Suns, do you buy this? The Suns are for real? No. You think it's just a couple-game trend, like they're just playing out of their minds for a couple games? They yeah, beat the Clippers. I, I know they beat the Clippers, but I just don't – I don't see it. Just just over an 82-game season, like there's no way that they keep this up with the players that they have. I agree. I think it's fake. I think it's just a couple-game trend that they're playing well at the beginning of the season. We're so excited that the NBA season's back in full swing, and uh, it was a great opening week. A lot of exciting stuff going on, and um, we're just ready to see it continue to, to move forward and see all these players develop and, and get better. So the moment we've all been waiting for, we are going to welcome our guest into the booth. James Packer is joining us today. James, how are you doing? What's up, fellas? I'm feeling good. Are you feeling good, though? Are you? No. Hey, did, did you watch the game tonight? Did you watch the game? I know it's the Pelicans, but, like, it, it's promising, you know? Like, okay, we, we could talk about it, but. Hey, yeah, well, let's say that for a second. We wanted to introduce you. Maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, about your basketball knowledge. Yeah, so. Um, maybe, but let's first, let's start with. Uh, with the, how your Rare. Fortnite game is going, you know, we both, we all know that you love Fortnite. What do you think of the uh, season or the second, second chapter? Yo, it's sick, man. I'm, I'm vibing with it. I actually really like it. Have you gotten any dubs recently? 
Yeah, dude. I, I went on a I went on a little streak with my little brother yesterday. Got three in a row. It pretty, feels pretty good. What's okay, your, I'll hop on to say no to no drugs anytime soon. Hey, hey yeah, gamer James, tag what's, is what's your gamer tag? Say no to no drugs. <laughs> Hit me up. Add me. I'll I probably won't add you back, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just to be real. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. So James, why don't you tell everybody your history of being a Warriors fan because I've learned to respect you being one of the few that isn't a bandwagon Warriors fan. Uh, yeah, I, so I was born um, in San Mateo in the South Bay. And so obviously I grew up being a Warriors 49ers Giants <laughs> fan and <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I've been a fan my whole life just because I, I don't think I was very into professional sports at all when I was, like, younger, young, you know, my, in my really young years. But probably ever since 2005, um, I've been steady watching the Warriors. Uh, and, I mean, the only, the only success we've ever had aside from, you know, the last five years was 2007 when we won one series. With Baron Davis? <laughs> so, yeah, my man, Baron Davis. All those OG ballers. So, but, so yeah. how are you feeling the first week of this season? Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, it, it hurts. <laughs> it sucks. Like, it, it's, it's tough to go from, like, you know, you, you get a certain standard of basketball and, like, you, it's just tough to see kind of the same team go through it like that. And, uh, I mean, obviously, like, the first two games – I was expecting the blowout from the Clippers. I, I knew it would happen. They almost always dropped their opener uh, in the last – since 2015, I think they've dropped every single home opener. And so, in a, in a big fashion, I remember when KD came over, we played the Spurs game one and, and lost by 30. And so, like, I just expected at this point. But the Oklahoma thing, that surprised me. Uh, they couldn't knock anything down. Um, but, like – I know it'll get better, and I think that they'll be in the mix. I, they'll be in the playoffs, okay? We're not going to sit here and say the Warriors aren't going to be in the playoffs. That's absolutely ridiculous. They have the best point guard in the NBA still. I mean, they got Draymond, who had a triple-double tonight, and, you know, obviously D'Lo. <clears throat> they still got a lot of power power, and I think, I think they'll be in the mix, not for a championship, but they'll be in the playoffs. So what do you, what do you think about their talent level after – Draymond, Steph, and D'Lo. Um, I want to talk about uh, Eric Paschal. The dude is going to be great. Like, good, good. I think if anyone could be Draymond, if anyone in the league could be a Draymond Green, it's him. And he's a little bit quicker. <laughs> and he's honestly maybe a little bit stronger from what I've seen so far. And so I'm really excited about him. I'm excited about Jordan Poole. I like him, but we all, I mean, everyone knew what he was going to be. So, uh, yeah, Af but after that, like, I mean, we have Kevon Looney, we have Willie Cauley-Stein, um, and they're both solid. But, like, as far as real, real talent of, like, taking over a game, we don't have it after, you know, Steph and D'Lo play. Do you do you think Steph still has it in the tank to be the guy that can completely take over a game? I bet 
Yes, I do. I think I I think he's either MVP or runner up this year. Really? From what I see. Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't watch the full game tonight, but he was he looked like uh well, he looked like Steph. There's really nobody to compare him to. He just looked like Steph. Dude. Trey Young. He looks good. You can compare him to Trey Young. <laughs> yo, I think yo, I think it's valid to say that Trey Young looks like Steph. Like he's surprising, and he looks. I mean, he looks pretty composed, right? He doesn't yeah. look like he's out there. Like he doesn't look like a second year player. He looks a lot better than Steph did in his second year, and I'll say that for sure. Yeah. I mean, he had thirty. He's averaging like thirty eight over the last week. Yeah, that's just that's ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, I think if you can make the Hawks look good. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's it's pretty unrealistic to compare him to Steph already. But if there's one player in the league that could be in the same sentence as Steph as far as their game, I think it's Trey Young for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. I'm, dude. I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and say that nobody will ever be Steph Curry again I mean every single year you get guys that come in and shooting has become a priority in the NBA now and like I guess what separates Steph from from Trey Young is lots of experience in the NBA and lots of experience winning you know he's just has that reformed play of a veteran but Trey Young does look good he's young he's raw and I really like what you guys said about Luca too, like that. I mean, that kid was good as rookie year, but like that that two man game he has with KP right now is something else, something to watch out for. Yeah. All right, James. What do you? I just want to hear your couple takes on the guys that aren't on the team anymore. So, what do you want to say about Sean Livingston and what he? Dude, I love Sean. I mean, I'm a mess him. I I feel like obviously he slowed down last year. He was getting old, and he he's obviously dealing with, like, knee issues still. But, like, it's the biggest thing, like, the biggest loss um, for us was definitely that wing defense that you talked about, Eric. We don't have perimeter defenders right now. And it's, like, it's just making scoring so easy for other teams. And especially, you know, in a new in, – in a system where almost everybody is new. And you can see when you when you watch the Warriors, they're they're missing rotations. They're I mean, just tonight I watched through three quarters and it, it seemed like every five possessions they made a mistake on defense that result, resulted in a bucket. And it's just not I'm not used to seeing that. So you lose guys like Andre and Sean who are familiar with the system and who have, you know, they're they're talented. It it really shows in those kinds of things. All right, what do you think about Andre Godala? What do you think his future holds, and how much do the Warriors miss him? Oh, we miss him a lot. Uh, I think – I don't know what's going to happen this year with it. I, I really don't see him getting bought out right now. Uh, if he does, he'll probably go to L.A., and he could definitely replace KCP in that lineup. <laughs> Bro, how can you yes, defend please. KCP? KCP? He's so – I think Iguodala is a far superior player to KCP, but people are trashing on KCP for something that he had no control over. Kawhi was going to obliterate anybody on the wing anyways. 
Eric, you're the same guy who last year was de defending Isaiah Thomas when he was on the Lakers. That's not true. That's yes, not true. Hey, hey, no Laker can Thomas. do any wrong, right? They're, they're, they're God incarnate. Every single one of them, dude. <laughs> what do you think about Quinn Cook then, my boy? Um, honestly, I haven't seen – I only watched the Lakers' first game and – I don't know how he's doing. I, I really like Quinn a lot. I think, like, on the court, he's pretty knocked down when he's open, like, really open. And I, I just – I really think he'll develop. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because, like, when you go to a new team and he's kind of thrown in the backseat um, of everything that's going on right now, it's, it's tough to get into a system and perform right away, right, when you have – when you're surrounded by the stars that you are surrounded by in L.A. So, it's interesting. What? Speaking of stars, what do you want to say to the snake, KD? What I want to say shade, to KD? He had some shade to throw at the Warriors when he left. Yo, man, I, I've got nothing but love for KD, man. I, I have nothing bad to say about him at all. I feel terrible for him. Like, I feel really bad. Um, everyone, I'm sure, in the, in the Warriors organization does. Like, that's just a really unfortunate thing to happen. I know he threw a little shade, but, like, I really don't think that he's mad at the Warriors. Um, they definitely weren't the ones that made him play. That's, that's kind of a ridiculous rumor. Like, that's KD. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants. Like, nobody's going to stop him from playing or make him play. It, it's Kevin Durant. You know, he went out there on his own will. He got hurt. It sucks. We move on. And we thank him for the two chips, man. It was an easy ride. It was easy. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. That's all, that's all I have to say about it. Good luck. I mean, I, I, I hope things work out with him in Brooklyn. Um, but hot take, I don't think it does. Not with Kyrie there. So. Yeah, we've already been seeing that uh, Kyrie's displaying the purest form of hero ball right now in Brooklyn. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's playing well, but, like, I just I, – I think Kyrie kind of kills teams, to be honest. I think he's kind of a drama queen, so. Speaking of that – Quick shout out to uh, John Morant real quick. He's one of my favorite players in the league now. And we all saw him lock Kyrie up and uh, really take over that game down the stretch. I'm just super excited for John Morant. I think he's going to be a beast in the NBA. Yeah, that was sweet. That was cool. So, James, what do, you, what do you think is the Warriors, like, sealing their potential for this season? And where do you think their floor is? Um, floor is – I would say not in the playoffs. Uh, ceiling, <clears throat> I bet. I bet they could be fourth seed if they really Come got on, it together. Bro. Yeah, I really, I do, I do believe that, and this is why. So, once these guys learn the system, um, how long does it take to learn the system, though? It, it it might be. It might be a while. That's why I say, like, that's their ceiling, you know? Everything so, like, goes You perfectly. want them to win, like, 30 games in if, a row to end the season? <laughs> if, if everything goes perfectly, they could be fourth seed, you know? That's what I'm saying. If okay, everything, okay. you know, goes as it's been going, then probably not. You know, they're talking, like, eighth seed maybe. But that's what I think. So, um, and, like, keep in mind, we're still, we're still missing Willie Cauley-Stein. I think that's going to be a huge lift for us because we didn't, the only big man we had on um, the first two games was Kevon Looney, and Kevon didn't play um, against OKC. 
So yeah, dude, Willie Carlin Stein's a really good center. He's he's amazing. Um, <laughs> excuse me. I'm pretty sure the Warriors were, were the ones that revived JaVale McGee's career. Like, they make any center look good. They made Zaza look good. <laughs> you can, they can make, make Zaza, Zaza look, look good. good. He's the ugliest player in the NBA. He's ugly, yeah, but he, <laughs> bro, he, he, played, he played just fine for them. And, like, you know, Willie, Willie Cauley-Stein's a big guy that can move. He runs in transition and, like, so far from what I've seen from the Warriors is they just, they just want to run and like, like more than ever, they want to run and get up and down. They did that tonight. They put up 134 points. And so, you know. Yeah. On a serious note, I do think that Willie Car- Carly Stein is pretty much an upgraded JaVale. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how he does on defense. That's, that's really what matters. So. What do you think about the years to come? You know, what could happen in the next two, three years with the Warriors and, how their championship aspirations look then? Hmm, I I still think uh, the whole Giannis thing is going to go down. Um, so, Ooh, hot take from James Giannis. Yeah, to so State. I, I I told you guys about this a while ago that I think I think Giannis is going to have to make a decision here, and it's going to be between the Bucks and the Warriors, and that's it. Um, him and Steph are really close. They have a lot of mutual respect. Um, you know, it. you plug Giannis into that system, it's going to be nuts, obviously. And I really I really do think that it's like a 50-50 bucks or Warriors for Giannis um, when free agency hits for him. So we'll see. You know, if that doesn't happen, uh, Clay said a while back that he thinks that the door is open for the Warriors for the next five years. You know, it, it really just takes – a little bit of learning, a little, a couple pickups, you know, get the right guys. And we still have the two best shooters in the game, you know, and still have that championship DNA, that core three. So I say, I, w- I would agree with that for the next five years, anything could happen. I, right now, I don't see anyone beating the Clippers in a seven game series at all. Uh, so Clippers have it this year. We'll see how that ages, uh, like for the next, for the next couple of years to come. But yeah, I'll give the Warriors a five-year slot to kind of get back to the finals. James, last thing about – last questions about the Warriors. Um, is there anything you want to say about Clay? Because I feel like year in and year out, he's a little disrespected by – not people in the NBA. The players, I think, respect him more than anyone. Uh, but by the media – I think it gets a little overshadowed, especially with KD being there the last couple of seasons. What do you want to say about Clay? Yo, I mean, you guys know Clay is my favorite player of all time. That is my guy. I love him, dude. He's he's the best, and he definitely gets disrespected. I, I mean, finally last year he made a uh, an All NBA defensive team. That that's been coming for a while. I I he'll get it again, uh, not this year, but the next, the year after. He's locked down. He's absolutely locked down. He's an incredible defender. Um, and then he's getting better and better every year off the dribble. Uh, and I just I, – I, honestly, I, I don't think Clay is near his ceiling yet. I think that he'll continue to improve. Um, and this injury sucks, man. I, I, I want to see him play this year, but I feel like if I was on the Warriors staff and had to say, I would say, you know, sit it out and, you know, let's rebuild. We'll get it back next year and be stronger. But yeah, the media, 
people definitely overlook him. It's infuriating. It's like every single year that he's just not talked about as I really think, you know, I hate James Harden, but I got to give him the top shooting guard spot in the NBA. I really think Clay is the second best shooting guard in the league right now. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. I don't think anybody could argue that Clay isn't the second best shooting guard in the league. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love Clay Thompson. Just seeing him out there tearing his ACL, shooting the two free throws, you know, kind of Mamba esque. And he still wanted to play. That's just – that's so dope. I think it's awesome that he's just like – he's a warrior. He's a fighter. He's always pushing. He plays the right way. He's a warrior. He's, hey, he's a warrior. Hey, <laughs> Washington State, represent Go Cougs. Close to my hometown where all my buddies go to school. You know, so I think Clay is super respectable. I think everybody, when, when they saw him go down and they when they learned that he tore his ACL, they just automatically – he was like everyone's favorite player that wasn't on their team. I think everybody loves Clay now. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he'll be more noticed, more respected. I, th- I think if the Warriors can get back to being the Warriors and they start, you know, really winning games when they, when they get him back, that'll be a big tribute to who he is. Like, you can, you'll really be able to see the difference then that he makes because right now we missed him really bad. I think so, one of the biggest things about Clay too, like, that is 100% true, is he comes up in the biggest moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, game like, six. Game six, Clay is, is no joke. It's 100% real. And Clay Thompson, he's the real deal in the clutch. He'll, he'll knock down the shot when it needs to be knocked down. And you know yeah, what just else like me, is dude. real is uh, China Clay. He's 100% real. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't, I mean, free Hong Kong and all, but we don't want to get too political out here. <laughs> what the frick? I don't think Clay's going to China anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, um, man. This situation is crazy. <laughs> James, we're we're super excited that um you were able to join us tonight. Uh any last words you want to say about life or anything, anything that you're uh trying to promote? Any any last words? Uh yeah, just just hit me up, say no to no drugs. Fortnite baby, let's get it. <laughs> Run some squads. Perry's Perry's really good too, so he can he can hop on. I'm terrible at Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Perry's, uh, Perry's bad at all. And, and 2K. See me in so. 2K. That's all I can say. Chapstick, <laughs> Chapstick 24. Yo, where does that name come from, by the way? What is that? All right. So I had to make a new gamer tag when I got a new Xbox. And I was looking for Chapstick. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. For Kobe? And, I, and, yeah, 24 is for Kobe, but, yeah, Chapstick was just a spur-of-the-moment thing. I thought it sounded good. I'm hoping you regret it now, right? Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, all right, everybody, uh, we're going to wrap it up. But, um, James, thanks again for uh, joining us tonight. It was great having you. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was awesome. We'll have you back on soon lit i look forward to it all right everybody um we will be giving you another episode next tuesday we will be coming out with episodes every tuesday morning and be sure to subscribe on either spotify or apple podcasts and again we're just so grateful for all the support we've we've been getting so thank you guys so much for everything (music) 